Record. Hey, cool, our mics are working. Record. It's Thursday night, everybody. You know what that means. So fuzzy. tuning in everybody thank you for listening this is of course the one and only can't figure out my camera this might sound stupid podcast a podcast two buds do uh most weeks mm-hmm. as a reason to get together and see each other dan how are you go to bed me too <laughs> i'm tired oh really? it's going to be a short one ah I'm not, uh, I'm not super tired today. My, fu- I wasn't. I actually w- had a lot of energy today. Had a pretty good day, and then my fucking kids. Uh huh. I'm yeah. That's right. If you're listening to this years later, you motherfuckers mm-hmm. were jerks <laughs> all night. They were just dicks <laughs> to each other and to me and to Amber. It was like, why are you guys being? I said in dad chat, I was like. I'm not used to it. <laughs> like my kids are usually really, you know, when they were younger, mm-hmm. I mean, they're still pretty young. Aurora's only three, but it was like this time last year, it was just like run of the mid, like par for the course. You were just, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've gotten older and mature. And like most nights they're pretty, you know, they, they have their little kid things here and there, but mm-hmm. tonight they were just assholes. It was just like, like exhausting, hoarding toys from each other. And then, Trying to steal toy. It was just like, oh my God, you guys. And yeah, it just took all of my energy away. (laughs) So yeah, I'm tired. Also, I just think when Amber and I have to get up so early for work, the podcast will typically be shorter. Mm -hmm. My contact is bothering me. Uh, Yeah, I already asked you how you were. Mm -hmm. That's how we got on this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What are you drinking? Uh, this one's called the last drive-in. It's just a big old 
Predator alert. Okay, try not to get beer all over my monitor again. <laughs> Watching Dan open this might be one of my favorite things. That one wasn't too juicy. No, not, not, not bad. Yummy. Discoria. How is Discoria? What? Not bad. All right. I'm uh, actually drinking the beer you gave me last week mm-hmm. after the podcast was over. Mm-hmm. New Zealand style oak aged pilsner from Modest. It's called Fang and Bone. I like Modest. Mm-hmm. Let's give it a crack. Oh, that was a good crack. That was, that's like commercial quality. You could have that. That's like Foley artist right yeah. there. We got to pay us for it. <laughs> it looks like a good pills. It's really light. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Dan, Bropes. Bropes. Everybody. Bropes. I know you're in here. Bropes. Bropes. Ooh, that's a really good Pilsner. Wow. Have you had one of these yet? Mm-hmm. Yum. I might have to go out of my way to get those. Yeah. I, I, again, it was one that I hadn't, that I'd had from them before, like years ago. Okay. Um, and it, it was just. What's up, kids? It was just there on the shelf. So I'm like, oh, I, I remember, I remember liking this. Yeah. I've never had that before. That's good. I like a Pilsner. Wink, wink. You have the last time I bought it multiple years ago on the podcast. <laughs> Did I like it then? Yeah. I have a Clementine. I'm going to peel. I uh, cut up a hole. When Dan got here, I was just in the kitchen with an apron on. Mm-hmm. He's like, you cooking dinner? I cut up a whole pound. Pomegranate. I cut up a whole pomegranate, which I've been doing almost every night. Or eating a pomegranate. I don't know. That or mango. Mm-hmm. They must be in season right now. They have to be. <laughs> so, Dan, what do you? What news do you have of the world? Um, how's sumo going? Uh, it's, it's it's not 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 a. It's an inter- it's a. Somebody retired. Didn't yes. they? Who retired? Uh, a guy named Okinomi. Okay. Was he ever uh, Yokozuna? No, I think he he might have been like Ozeki at one point, but he was for sure like, you know, Sekiwaki years ago because he's probably he's probably thirty six. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. How's my boy uh, Wakataka Kage doing? He's like probably like seven and five or six and four or something. Okay. So about yeah, n- like he's not unless like all the people above him lose, he's probably not gonna be like going for the title or anything like that um but the yokozuna will hopefully be back really sweet right now like next tournament like he had to get like knee stuff done who is that the oh no (laughs) terano fuji okay um but the there's only one ozeki now and i think if he like wins out and like wins it Mm-hmm. They'll probably make him Yokozuna because hmm. that'll put him at like over the course of the three tournaments, like 35 wins, which is 
So if you do if you do that and win, they'll basically that that's like guaranteed like promotion at that point. Hmm. They'll 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 give it to you. I had started to watch it <clears throat> for this uh Basho. Basho, thank you. All I could think of the word was Jirio. Nope. Division two. I knew it wasn't right. Yeah. Um. Does Enho still compete? He's in Jurio. He is mm-hmm. okay. He's been in Jurio for a while then. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's a couple like really young guys that we'll see if the, how good they do. You got any favorites? Well, this one guy's like Sekiwaki. This Hoshoryu. Oh, I know Hosho. Well, I know the name Hoshoryu. Yeah, like his uncle was a, a Yokozuna. Oh, really? Um. And eating goldfish bunnies. He's like six and four, so but he's like twenty three, so he's like super young. Um, okay, and he's like way up there. So there, there's a there's a couple guys like that that are like pretty young, like that could make runs for like the soup for like the high ranks or being like young Yokozunas. Yeah, it's just hard for me to watch because there's so many matches every day. Yeah. <clears throat> do you still watch the one that has them just all, they just go right in a row? Or yeah. Did you, okay. Yeah, so it's only 15 minutes. Yeah, I should go back to doing that because I like Jason's sumo channel. Mm-hmm. But you get the whole, you get the all The whole it. thing, but I like I it because you get his commentary. Mm-hmm. You get the Australian or New Zealand, I'm not sure, mm-hmm. commentators. And then... You get like after the match commentary. Well, those are just the regular Japanese commentators, but it's like the English broadcast. So it's so it's the NHK, just the English broadcast. Are oh, the, I guess I just mean I don't know what their accent is. Oh yeah, I'm not yeah I'm not percent sure where they're from. Be really fun. So <clears throat> Dan told me there was a new ramen spot here mm. uh, today, and so I went there for lunch, and it was good. I mean, not the best ramen I've ever had. Mm-hmm. But it has like Japanese bar food, mm-hmm. so like braised short ribs and a bunch of different bun or boon. I'm not sure how you say that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the exact pronunciation. Gyoza and chicken wings and uh, fried chicken thigh. You know that place. It would be fun to go there and watch sumo. Mm-hmm. Not that you could, but that'd be fun. Yeah, they'd have to be open at two in the morning. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the. Zenbox, I don't know if that's still there, but uh, Zenbox would always have Japanese TV on. Mm. So it's just whatever was on. Mm-hmm. So it could be like they were showing sumo reruns. Yeah. And you're at the the bar because it has a little bar there. But, oh, they don't have beer. But they they might. We don't. We, it, it just didn't say it on the menu. But well, it could be too that they're just getting their liquor license. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how any of that works. It was really good. Um. I felt like I had more to say. We were talking about that before the podcast. <laughs> oh, I do have something else to ask you about, though. Oh. You were telling me. Uh-huh, me. About a movie you saw uh-huh. recently that's based on, wow, everything we're talking about right now is Japanese. I, know, I was going to say. like, If you're new to the podcast, you're like, what a bunch of weebs. Uh, you were telling me about a movie you saw that was based on a Mirakami short story. Yes. Uh, I forgot everything you told me on Tuesday. Uh, There's a car in it? Oh, it's, it's just called Drive My Car. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
Um, and like the beginning prologue is kind of this guy and his wife. Um, and like, you see that like, you know, they seem to have like a pleasant relationship. Um, you know, they'll have sex and stuff and they go to their jobs and like, she'll tell them stories like while they're having sex. Like she'll, she'll just be like making it up. Like, like, like she's getting like inspiration or something like that. And then he's, and then like, he remembers them for her. So, cause like she forgets them and then he has to tell them, like he has to tell her about them when they, uh, like the next morning. Okay. Like what, like what the next part of the story was. Um, And, like, you see at one point, like, uh, that, like, he comes home, like, his plane got canceled, and, like, she's, like, in the house, like, having sex with somebody else. Oh, no. Um, and he just turns and leaves, and it's, like, nothing happened. Like, okay. they just continue to go about um, their, like, you know, regular lives, whatever it is. Okay. Um, and then one day he comes home, and she's just dead. Jesus. Like cerebral hemorrhage. She just. This sounds like a Mirakami. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it fast forwards two years later, and he's supposed to, he's going to Hiroshima to be in a, uh, to put on a play, uh, Uncle Vanya. Okay. Which is like a real Chekhov play. Um, but he's going to do it in multilingual. So every part is played by somebody else speaking a different language. Okay. <laughs> so there's like uh, someone speaking Mandarin for like their character, someone speaking Japanese, someone speaking Korean, um, someone speaking English, someone is speaking sign language. It sounds like a fucking Italo Calvino book. I have no idea what that means. Okay. <laughs> um, and he gets there. And like his uh his Saab nine hundred S, um weird detail. It's just a, like I remember that car from high school. Okay, um and it's like bright red in the movie, and they won't let him drive. They're like, we had you know at some point, uh, an actor in one of our plays like got into an accident and like and like hit somebody. Yeah. So now we like pay for a driver, and like he's like caught off guard because like he wanted he got them to get in like a hotel room like an hour away so that he could are you just describing the whole movie yeah is that bad <laughs> i mean well this is like the setup okay then there's two more hours okay <laughs> um and like he wanted like a spot like a couple hours away because he like practices in the car with like a like a tape of the play and he'll like say it he'll like say lines okay um Wait, he's in the play or he's putting on the play? He has been in plays, but he's not. He's just helping them put this one on. He like, but he's not the one. He, putting he it was on. Uncle Vanya before in like a in like a different production of it in like Tokyo two years ago. Um, but that that stuff all comes. You learn about all that stuff later on. Well, spoilers about, about why and, and things like okay. that. Um, and so it's he, so he has this driver, um. Just a just a, a young a young a young lady don't know much about, but she's just his driver. Um, he he sits in the back, and yeah, and I like, like I like that he listen, So like his he sits in the back. Before his wife had died, 
she recorded all of the play except for Uncle Vanya. So what he does is he sits in his car and she talks to him as like the play. And then he does the the Uncle Vanya lines, but she's every other part. Hmm. Um, and so it's this, this movie is just like layers of things and like, you know, like he's like what his wife you know they had you know like what his wife being with other men meant like it's there's like a all that stuff kind of comes in the the next the next like two hours of the movie but it's all about like communication and like how people like act around each other yeah i think i think like i think it four out of five four out of five um you're sorry you were saying it's all about communication yeah like it's it's hard to like nail down because it's it's so much of it is just like uncle vanya and like auditions and like people like acting i think it's hard to nail down a mirakami oh yeah because like i mean to be fair i've only read one of his books (laughs) but like i'd say a a third of the movie probably total runtime is people just doing actual lines from the play uncle vanya out of, out of order because it's like rehearsals and auditions i wonder so how much that is in the book or the short story i, I think i think that's that's still in the that's hmm. the, the point of the, the short story um but you know like, i i don't want to like I, w- I won't give away any like the any but like it you know it, it all comes to a head in like different things in like the last like um the last hour do you think i'd like it I, I think it's definitely worth um, worth giving it a try. Okay. Um, you know, it's, it's on. You know, if you have access to HBO Max, it's we on do. there. Um, oh man, mm-hmm. we Amber and I have been watching White Lotus. Mm. That I like that show. I was uh, <clears throat> you and Mike, you and Javin have been telling me to watch it for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, I got distracted by my own ADD. And then I was like, well, did Mike tell me to watch it or did Mike just tell me he liked it? And then I went Who down went yeah. down, yeah, went down that path in my head and it was just silent. Uh, but yeah, you and Mike have been telling me to watch it. And the first episode, I think I talked about it last week mm-hmm. where me and Amber had just watched the first episode and I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I can watch another show about rich people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stop making me try and care about rich people's <laughs> problems. And then we watched episode two, mm-hmm. and there's a moment in episode two. I'm trying not to spoil. Oh, okay, okay. I texted you and Mike about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the scene with the scene with Steve's on when he calls yeah. his uncle, mm-hmm. and it was just like uh, what? Huh? <laughs> it was just like uh, it was. Steve's on is so good in this, by mm-hmm. the way. Uh, it was like heartfelt, mm-hmm. but also laugh out loud funny. Yeah, and that, that's like that. Like they do such a good job of balancing that because that that's the because like Succession isn't necessarily laugh out loud funny. Like there's funny moments in like in Succession with like cousin cousin Greg and stuff, or, or yeah, but or, it's so much darker. Yes, where where this is like this has so much more humanity in it. Yep, yeah, and just like you can tell it's written by a comedy writer. Like, is it who wrote it? Um, I can't, I can't think of his name right now. Um, 
but he's the, he that's kind of his like bread and butter is like that sort of that genre of like TV of um it's going to you're going to you're going to deal with like serious topics. Okay. But it's not going to be like a a bleak flest Mike Google. something. I'm not even going to Google. Oh, okay. Because if I Google it then it starts showing up everywhere and like Oh, sure. start spoiling stuff for me. Mike uh, what, Mike White. Mike White. Name. Okay. So then the that second episode, I, I texted you and Mike, and I was like, I'm in. White mm-hmm. Lotus, all the way. That was so weird, but so well done. Yeah. And now the last episode we watched, well, I'm again, not trying to give a lot away, mm-hmm. but if you have seen White Lotus, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's the whole bit out on the boat, and that was wild yeah. and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But also, like, there were parts where I was just like, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> I don't want to watch it. Like just saying to Amber, like I'm so uncomfortable, but we were like cracking up at the same time. It was so good. Like, like, like you can't look away from Jennifer Coolidge. Mm-mm. She's like, she's like a, a, a weird force of nature. She's a fucking Martian. Yeah. I said to Amber, I was like, if anybody on the planet is an alien, it's got to be her. She's so weird. It's 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 insane. Uh, and I don't like, actually know what she's like in person. Yeah, she, she, she probably she's probably normal and and nice, but like yeah, like this I ate all those this character that they have um that they've like created for her, perfect. Yeah, like no other person could like do that stuff and like and like look at you like so like dumbly and just like but be heartful. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She's great. Anyway, that show has been really good. The the, man, the manager of the hotel is a <clears throat> trip. Oh, he's really good. Um, and even the like the it was funny we were watching it and I forget what the sister said to the brother at some point mm-hmm. and Amber's like oh my god that's so mean and I was like <laughs> oh that's what Amy was like to me <laughs> like all the time Amy my sister Amy was so mean to me mm-hmm. for like so long and I was like oh yeah I know what that kid was feeling because my sister did that to me she was just mean you, you, you were the nerdy guy in the closet right yeah, that show is very good. I, I um, yeah, I, I was hesitant with the like this because with like the second season, like what what sort of um, what could you kind of do in like the same kind of realm of like because it, they're going to a, just a different resort, like it's just different people. Oh, act. Don't tell me about the second season. Well, I'm, I'm just saying it's like. His idea for the series is like now like an anthology where they were it just takes place at a different. So it's like True Detective. Again, a different White Lotus in a different country. See, I don't know. They tried that with True Detective. Did you finish the second season of True Detective? No. And no, they, yeah, I did. Did they make a third? Yeah. Uh, and they might be making a fourth right now, but I didn't watch the third. But the, the the second season of White Lotus, you know, like you're not even there yet, is. Well, apparently it won a bunch of awards. It's, yes, it's it's worth watching. It's yeah. I, I very much enjoyed it. Um, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of things you can mine in just people hanging out inside of a hotel. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, if they can do it right, I just I'm so much more of a fan, and I have been for a long time now. But I'm I'm way more of a fan of just like like I don't want a fucking Walking Dead or you know just mm-hmm. a series that goes on and on and on and it's unbearably long. Like you got an ending. I want to show. That is like, yeah, like, isn't the, aren't they saying this is the last season of Ted Lasso? Yep. You know, but this will be the last season of Succession. 
Last like, season, like I want, it's building to three something. to five episodes max. You know where it's going, or not episodes, seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, like bit like uh, Walter White show. What's that? Um, Breaking Bad. B- yeah, Breaking that was Bad. Eight seasons. Six. Six. Better like Better Call Saul is five. Like ah, uh, Amber and I tapped out on Better Call Saul. We're like you know, it, but it, but it's nice that he's like like Vince get like no yeah 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 like we're for the, sure the, we're, that was the problem with Lost like showrunners didn't have the power because everyone thought it had to be 26 episodes season after season after season. Right. But then like AMC did like Mad Men or something like that. And they're like, Oh wait, we can just do like six, 13 episode seasons or like four, 10 episode well, seasons. And it's just so much. It's so much more pleasant than just like, and, you know, I'm thinking of more like you're writing an ending then, or like, where everybody's just jumping the shark eventually. Yeah. Like you can only make it go on for so long. Where like these guys, when they come to their stories, it's like I'm sure they have an ending in mind, but they're they're being forced to stretch it and put in right. so much extra filler. Well, if you're making a show like Scrubs, I don't know that you have an ending no, in no, mind, no, no. but you could end that show. But like this, the serialized dramas that we're talking about, like with like right. Lost or, or White Lotus, like they have an ending yeah and now they're allowed to only do as much story as they oh, thought that's they had another to. thing i would really like with white lotus is the i like how they're it's like oh it's a it's a neat take on a whodunit yes you know what i mean but it's not even whodunit nope. it's just like who died yeah there's something someone's in a box and that's not spoiling anything because that's yeah. set up in the first three minutes of the of mm-hmm. the series uh only law and orders can get away with being on forever i suppose Because there's infinite there's infinite cases. Yeah, I mean, you're probably not wrong. I've just never watched it. Or Psych. That was another one where Psych was so good at first, mm-hmm. and then it was just like, all right, yeah, like you can't, you can't make this go on forever. No, and that it just petered out. Like it became movies. Like the, I think there's like three of them. They just put them on Peacock every so often. There's Psych movies. Yeah, they, they they just do like a one like an hour and a half episode basically. I loved the first couple of seasons of that show. Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Um, Only Law and Orders, NYPD Blue. Is that one you could get away? ER? No. See, like that didn't ER Doctor Who? Okay, Kimmy's got yeah. The thing with I've never watched Doctor Who, but people seem to love that still. Your ERs or your NYPD Blues mm-hmm. that um, Law and Order doesn't doesn't really have to deal with. Yeah. Like they're like you you know that like you know the people that are partners, like that's all they are to each other really like. There's not like scenes I don't of them follow. going. What do you mean? Well, that's my story. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so they're like, you know, they're partners. They're not like going to each other's houses or like going on vacation together. Like it's literally just the case. These are your, these are your same characters every week. It's, yep. These are your detectives. These are your lawyers. This is the judge you might see, or it's a different. But judge. there's not ongoing threads. So that's that's NYPD Blue or ER, where it's like. There's romances. There's all this other stuff. Like you can have like a oh none of that exists. Yeah, crime event procedurals. Yeah. So you, you says. so you can have a you know, um, like you have like all this extra drama that's outside of the med like the medical emergency of the week that now you have to keep writing these characters like so they relationships don't write, they don't write any of that drama not 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 on that scale like NYPD Blue I've those never shows. watched any of them oh like I, I watched a ton <clears> of. Uh, a ton of law and order. Um, and all of the only things I remember from that is the cases. And like, I remember, I remember like the people playing the detectives, Isn't but I, but I, in one of them, he, but he would, uh, SVU. He okay. was the, Hey Amber, of, would you maybe bring the cops? me the last celebration that's in the garage? If you would, I'd love you. Um, I mean, I love you anyway. 
because I like I think it's still the same even with like your yeah, she is. like your NCISs or those. It's I don't think like LL Cool J's character is like getting any sort of like huge arc throughout the show. I missed that. Will you when you have a sec? Would you mind bringing me that last celebration that's in the garage? Things more or less get tied up at the end of an yep. episode. You can watch episode 16 and not be completely lost. Uh, there are story threads, but they aren't at the forefront. Okay. We're like, if you're if you're watching ER, like you might be like, I'm sure you could probably watch every episode and only care about like the medical stuff. What was the but modern if you jumped day in, ER? Like, uh, Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. But if you jumped in, or like Grey's Anatomy, if you jumped in seven episodes into the season... And these characters right. all of a sudden aren't talking to each other. It's like, well, what the fuck happened? Right. Where okay. that's not going to happen on. <laughs> that's not going to happen on. That uh, was so loud. On, uh, you know, on Law and Order. I kicked over a cribbage board. Okay. <clears throat> that's why I can go on forever. Are you not going to give Dan the finger? Nope. <laughs> that was so dorky. He gave you the finger right when you walked downstairs. Well, that's good. No, I didn't. When you got her. Oh, what's because she? Well, she gave me the finger last time I was here. It was, oh, it was, it was, payback. It was revenge. Mm-hmm. Okay. Th- thank you. <clears throat> um, but I love you know I I could watch episodes of Law and Order forever just cause, like it's it's almost like watching Forensic Files where it's like Law and Order just minus the characters and it's literally just. Whatever the crime you're of the talking week is. to me like I know what forensic files. It's is. like a show. It's, uh, it was a show when we were like on like kids on like Discovery Channel, and it's literally just an hour long about like oh this lady died, and then here's like the cops trying to figure it out, or like it's it's like the like fake first forty eight. Yeah, it's like but that's like real people where this is like reenactment stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, I remember watching a couple of episodes of First Forty Eight. Yeah, there's, there's there's some good drama in that, but that like First Forty Eight could be like. A, a little much sometimes because it's oh, like yeah, cause I, it's like just real people. I couldn't watch it uh, or continue to watch it. I wonder if that's prime. why people like uh, I'm thinking of Katie. If that's why one of the reasons that like the ghost hunting shows are appealing is because there's no ongoing thread. You can just jump in, digest what's going down. Or is there? Maybe I'm totally wrong. Is there an ongoing thread in ghost hunting shows? There is. Like he's been haunted, and it's and it's like gone over like multiple episodes oh yeah he like lost his sight or what was it uh, yeah i think he i think that one like attacked his eyesight <clears throat> no there's something like that no no you're not no you're right like it he got like blinded by a demon <laughs> awesome um what the hell were we talking about white lotus yeah and why it's nice that that shows can just be eight that episodes. isn't really an ongoing story oh but he did get blinded yeah or not blinded. He got like it hurt like his vision or less, something. Less than twenty twenty vision now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like because yeah, like White Lotus is like I think it's probably like eight episodes. Oh yeah, I think it. we're halfway through. Yeah, I think it's only eight. There was another show now that Amber and I that I was thinking we could start watching because right now the shows are self contained investigations in quotes at different haunted locations. Well, I get the theme of it. Okay, so yeah, that's so what I'm saying. Like, there's no ongoing. No, he's 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 your he's your the, the through thread, but it's just him being himself. Okay, yeah. Um, man, I can't think of the other show that I wanted to watch now. Do you know what it was on? And he wasn't blinded. He was attacked by a demon, and it gives him like double vision or some bullshit. Yeah. 
Um, thank you, Javin. Uh, I don't know what it was on. Okay. Old show, new show? I think it's a new show. Because, like, Amber and I basically right now are, we watched all of the new Taskmaster, Mm -hmm. which was great because it's Taskmaster. Uh, I still, the hardest I've laughed in a long time, though, I think was the season before this when Alan Davis, Alan Davies, whatever his name is, Alan Davies, there's a moment with him, I had to pause it. Hmm. I was laughing so hard. That show's so good. Uh, or we watch QI. Yep. More British TV. And like we've watched all of the QI that you can get by subscribing to BritBox. We have watched it. Okay. There's still like early seasons that I I don't know how to get yet. I have to figure that out. Uh, so that's why I was like, well, let's try White Lotus. And then there, I swear there was another show. Maybe it was on HBO. I don't know if it's one you guys told me about or one I heard of. Interesting. Mm. Leftovers. Perfect. No, it's... Uh, Jeff just told us about it last weekend. Oh, like Rory P. Bopalala. I texted it to somebody. On Peacock. I texted it to Liam. It's on Peacock. <laughs> no, I texted it to Liam. Uh, I'm going to look it up right now, and then I'm going to tell Liam I'm talking about him. <laughs> uh, Liam... Nope, I texted Liam a date. <laughs> yeah, that was the that's the uh, XFL kickoff. Who did I send this to? <clears throat> Paul T. Goldman. Yes, I texted it to Mike Long. The demon is like an optometrist. <laughs> yeah, how does a demon give you double vision? Well, I think it just it just, it just attacks you. Also, what's double vision? Double. I'm so it's so hot. I'm sweating. Double vision. It's it's, a, it's like you like you see four crusties. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm seeing double here. Four crusties. I'm pretty sure my AP did not get today when she sent that oh. so fancy Simpsons gift. Mm-hmm. And I just sent Joey Jojo. She's probably like, Okey-doke. all right, weirdo. <laughs> it's like the time I sent Sarah the. There's no trick to it. It's just a simple trick. <laughs> just. Mm-hmm. Silence. Um. Yeah. What, what? I just said it, and I already forgot it. Some T. Goldman. Paul. Paul T. Goldman. That sounded interesting to me, like a show I'd want to watch. Yeah. Like uh. Like yeah, I guess the, the guy that does it is like the um director of Borat. So he so he knows how to shoot weird, crazy, like actual people doing stuff. I still need to finish uh, How To. Oh, yeah. With John Daker. Uh, John Wilson. John, how To with John Wilson. I think. Uh, that show depresses me in a weird way. But it's, it's so lovely. I like it, but it also I come out of it just feeling like glum. Huh. Um, and you guys all like that one show. Rob loved it a lot. I, I can't get into the with the weird guy. I think you should oh, leave. I think you should leave. I've tried to watch that, and I was. It's just like I couldn't get into it. Like that. It's one of those things where it's like, if it's, if it's a show that you like, you don't like like watching, you'll still probably like like a dozen sketches because they're just hilarious. But yeah, like watching all right. of them. There's, you know, it's like it's like Tim and Eric, where it's like you could watch like 
five minutes to make Eric. That makes sense. But then like the other ten, you're just like, I don't, I don't know, know what they're happening. trying to do. <laughs> I did love the one where he was like, he didn't know how to drive. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that one's great. Like I've watched like this. Uh, this one like the the ending more so than like any of it a few times, but it's uh uh this guy's uh I have more food. He's at a baby uh, like a baby shower. Yeah. And like he goes to like he goes to like pick the baby like to like take the baby. Um and, 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 and like starts crying. He's like the pa- the baby probably knows that I used to be a piece of shit. I'm not a piece of shit now. <laughs> But I used to be, and like, like, like that's what I love. About like, like, they're like these weird, absurd, like things. Like that's like the premise where it's like this guy used to be a piece of shit, and that guy pulls it off so well. He's yeah. so weird and awkward. Yeah, and so like it just like escalates um, to where like he just wants people to know that like he 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 used to be a piece of shit, right? But he's not anymore. Uh, and like he, and like all of a sudden like the the lady's like dad's. She's like, let him hold the baby. I used to be a piece of shit, and like he goes over to me, he's like, like starts slicking his, like going like this, and like slicking, it's like, oh yeah, I, I could, I could see that that hair slick back real good. <laughs> you be, you're probably a huge piece of shit. Yeah, that sounds funny. And it's just so dumb, and it's just like, but they're they're like these weird sketches that like also have heart of like it's about you know there's some about like horrible people or just idiots doing stuff, but then they but then they'll end in like these weird touching moments of just like humanity and like. That was the thing, too. I was figuring that... Sorry, I'm opening a celebration. This is my last one. Last one of the season. Celebrate. Good times. Come on. I like that I actually like beer again. I'm pretty sure we had COVID, and it just made me not like beer. Um, I also figured with that show, you guys would just eventually share the ones that are funny with me. Yeah. Like Rob has put a few of them in there. And mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm, I started reading a Murakami book. Uh, what is his first name? Why am I blanking on that? Inichio Morikone. Isn't it Haruki? Haruki Murakami? Yes, Haruki Murakami. Thank you. Um, so I, re- I read the wind up bird. Me and Dan were talking about this, uh, on Tuesday, uh, at a, at a, at a thing that we do mm-hmm. on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized that I hadn't, I read wind up bird. Sorry. I'm trying to find this other one. I read wind up bird chronicle. I can't find it. I gotta stop doing this. Cause my ADD. Just, just, start, just start talking. I'll find it. Okay. I read the Wind Up Bird Chronicle. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's probably right here on my phone. Like a, over a decade ago now? That's probably true, yeah. Uh, because we started talking about it, and I was like, man, all right, I got it right here. I can't remember a lot of that book because Dan asked me a question about it, and I was like, I think so. <laughs> uh, but I remember liking it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so I started uh, Colorless. Sakuru Tazaki and his years of pilgrimage. Uh, and I re- I'm really liking it so far. Okay. I'm in chapter four. Uh, and it is way more direct than Wind Up Bird was. Okay. 
like wind up bird gets weird right away and oh, dreamy yeah. and you're just like what is happening who is this woman what like it's just it's weird mm-hmm. and i i always felt like wind up bird might be one of those ones that gets like it makes more sense subsequent readings subsequent readings but now it's like been so long since i read it it'd be like the first reading all over again right but this one is about a man uh who as he's growing up in like i think it's junior high and high school or maybe it's just high school dude i'm literally sweating <laughs> this event is so hot uh <laughs> growing up through junior I'm high and high school i'm tired so my add is just horde uh he has this group of friends mm-hmm. oh it's um, this one that's right okay. yeah, yeah and then he goes to college mm-hmm. and he comes back from college and they they're they're like won't talk to him and he finally gets a hold of one of them and they're like we don't want to talk to you and he's like why and he's like well if you think about it you'll know and that's like the premise of okay. the book but it's just i so far it's shaping up to be kind of a really great not coming of age, but kind of in that realm. Okay. It's like about a person looking back on going through adolescence and maturing into adulthood mm-hmm. and this like one thing kind of defining a giant part of who they are. Uh, it had this great line. It was like right at the end of chapter two today, I think, that was something along the lines of, it was like everybody has the the thoughts in their head that they know they sh- they mustn't share with anybody else, and this is what Sakuru thought of on a train ride home. It was just like I don't know. It was just good. I like I like it so far. Okay. It's it's I like his writing style, mm-hmm. which is weird because it's translated. Yeah. Um, but I like his writing style. I really like the way he describes his characters. He's got a unique way of describing characters. He's very evocative. What do you mean? He, he like he he just paints so well. Yeah. Um and his characters feel like really whole mm-hmm. and fleshed out and not just kind of there to do a thing. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I'm really liking it so far. It'll be uh it'll be a fun one to talk about once I'm finished. And then after that, it will probably be a three-body problem. Yeah, so make sure come March, if you don't want to hear everything there is to hear about three-body problem, there will be a spoiler guest where we'll talk for... Oh, where we're going to talk about it? For like a good like a good chunk of whatever, like after you finish that book, where we'll... Uh, We'll talk about it. Well, yeah, this this one, the pilgrimage book, it's pretty short. So hopefully I'll be done with that one soon. Mm. But yeah, I'm really liking it. <clears throat> uh, it's a very... Uh, it makes me think of Jonathan Franzen, who you've never read, but he wrote like Freedom... Uh, I'm blanking on any of the other ones. But they're just books about people. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? What else did Jonathan Franzen write? Jonathan Fran Frakes. The fuck is Jonathan Frakes? You know who Jonathan Frakes is. 
Nobody's going to know any of these books. <laughs> well, say, say, say something. Purity. Okay. Uh, okay. The Corrections. I think that's the one that was on Oprah's book club that he asked to have taken off. Are there more? No. Whoa, he wrote. He was writing books in '88. I didn't know that. Anyway, um, just kind of books about people. Okay. Which is what this one's making me think of. Uh, which is a little bit different than the only other Mirakami book that I've read. Which was, I mean, it is a book about people, but it's a little more spacey yeah. and bizarre. Mm-hmm. Where this one so far does not seem that way. It just seems like this great story about a. Uh, a man in his 30s kind of thinking back on when he was a young man so far. Was it, because uh, what are we, I'm a half, two thirds? It's got to be. I'm so hungry. It's got to be halfway through. Halfway through what? Um, six hours left. Of what? It's probably, probably two thirds <laughs> away. Uh, <laughs> heat two. Heat two. Uh, which is like, is it a prequel? Prequel. Yeah. Okay. Heat two before after. What do you mean? It's both. Weird. Um. It's 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 good. Like it's it's like. Do you actually like it? Yeah. Like he does a. Do uh, the other guys like it? Yeah. In your secret book club. Mm-hmm. Shh. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, so it's like the, uh, it starts off in Chicago, like the guys that you know from heat, um, are doing a job and there's like a separate crew of like, there's obviously like the leader of the, uh, this other crew is obviously like a, a bad, a bad dude, like, like worse than our guys. So it's like. Like it's, it's interesting to think it's like 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 I think I think he makes this I think he makes this guy so bad to make to make it so that you can be like okay like our guys that are bad ruthless are not as bad as him they have some morals yeah I really like listening to you describe <laughs> movies and books, um, and then uh, like Al Pacino's character who like he was originally based on a Chicago detective okay so he's also in Chicago. And he is, he's a Chicago detective. Yep. And so he's kind of dealing with uh, the other crew. Or um, wait, he was based on a real life Chicago detective. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so like the guy that, um, uh, uh, so like Michael Mann, like took a like kind of like the the story for this thing of this kind of true life story of this detective in Chicago and this criminal that kind of had a similar relationship to the, like to the characters in heat. Really? I didn't know that. Um, and he just like moved to LA cause it was, you know, it's cooler. And, sure. Um, it's very chic. Yeah, exactly. He, he, he can, he can go full Michael Mann at that point and like have like yeah. cool colors and, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, and shots so, of downtown LA from those Hills. Exactly. Uh, so his, his officers, there, like working the case of like the bad crew and stuff like that. And then it, Wait, the bad crew or the bad bad crew? The bad bad crew. Okay. Not not our crew. The bad crew. 
Got it. Um, and so you get like you get like his some like fun backstory stuff with him. Just like you had like some character building in the movie. Who's the him in that sentence? Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Okay. <clears throat> but then you get like you know you can you get some some more of kind of like why he might be like the way he is or like things like that. Like okay. kind of build a little more backstory for like his character in the movie. Um, and then it has the after is so one of the characters in heat like gets away at the end of the movie. Um, and so spoilers. Yeah. And so like he goes to uh, they basically like ship him to Paraguay. Okay. Um, and he's like, like he was shot at the end of the movie and like, so like he's kind of like out of it and like, so he, he works like security for this, um, this family that like, uh, kind of like an organized crime family that like runs this mall in this town in Paraguay. Hmm. Uh, and there's like other like crime families like in this, it's like this weird, like, it's probably like a real place. Cause I feel like that's how like Michael Mann writes this stuff Yeah, where it's like border of like nicaragua and like ecuador and stuff and so it's kind of like this weird black market like physical black market sort of like silk road sort of thing okay where it's like a lot of like illegal goods and legal goods like being sold and you said you're two-thirds through the book yeah okay. it's so like it it jumped to paraguay and then it jumped back to um a, a something another like before chapter of what the like another job the guys are doing. Okay. And it's, it's, it's just, it's just like fun, like to be like with those characters. And there's like, they're just off, like just doing, you know, hood rat shit and being really good at it. I like, I like a good, uh, just kind of book about people doing something. They're very good at crimes. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like, like there's always something, there's always, you know, it's something you like, you know, that draws people <clears throat> to certain characters in movies, like, or even TV shows where it's like, they're just so good at doing the thing that they're doing. Like they're just well, that's why people love Dexter, probably, yeah, right? Exactly. Like, cause like they're they're so highly skilled. Like he's a serial killer. They're the you know to a fault sometimes. Like they're the smartest person in the room. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, how, how the fuck would he learn how to do that? Whatever. Like, <laughs> well, no, I don't mind. I don't mind that. And uh, that's like uh, the the Mission Impossible's or the Fast and the Furious, where you. Can oh. let go of your. And that's like that's like two sides of the same corner. Like in my in my mind, I'll be like, ah, whatever. Ethan Hunt, he could probably learn this, but uh, but it's it's easy for me to suspend that with like Vin Diesel's like, ah, whatever. Fuck. Vin Diesel just does whatever he wants. <laughs> Wait, what? Which one's easier? Ethan Hunt, just because like since he is like an actual like secret agent, I, I can like be like, okay, he can probably hold his breath just, yeah. or shoot a gun or drive a car. Yeah, where like, why on earth would like Vin Diesel? Be able to like do half the stuff he does in, the, in like those later movies. Ah, who knows? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? You're just, you're just having fun. Mm-hmm. What's your next secret book gonna be? I don't know. Like it started off reading. How many secret clubs do you have now? You got secret book clubs, secret D and D. Uh huh. That's it. No. Oh. Um, no more secret wild playoff club. <laughs> that was never. That was never called to begin with. <laughs> um. But, uh, yeah, because it started off, like, with us reading a terrible book. Oh, yeah. What book was that? Uh, Murder House? The fuck was it called? Sounds terrible. Because, like, we were just on Discord one night talking about, like, this whatever dumb 
author this was. What the fuck was his name? Let me get out of here. Go to the library. <laughs> library. Um, what was his what's his dumb author's name? James Patterson. It's like he got so many fucking books. Why do I know that name? He's so prolific. Oh, like okay. he's written so many. Um, and this one was like written written with and like a lady where I'm guessing she probably wrote most of it. And he just whatever. Um, but yeah, we were, why we were, are you guessing that? Because I'm assuming that's what he does a lot of his books nowadays. Like he probably has like a bunch of co <laughs> a bunch of co writers where like sure, they do like uh, Terry Brooks who wrote uh, the Carpet People and Good Omens. I think that's Terry Brooks. No, it's not at all. <laughs> the, Brooks is not right. The Carpet People. Terry Pratchett. Yeah, there we go. Who's Terry Brooks? I don't know. He's a, Yeah, he's a writer, too. Oh, does he write all those terrible westerns? Nope, that's not who he is. It'd be, it'd be, I kind of want to write a series of westerns called The Terrible Westerns now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the... Uh, <clears throat> um, you should. Weird aside, like the, uh, if if we if we want to just try and like crack out like a YA novel, uh, <laughs> uh, late lady at the lady at work, the uh, just crack one out, Lori. Yeah, she was saying how she wants more books about, um, like kids in like like high school or like middle school age, um, playing sports. She's like she's like there's not there's not enough books for. Like she, she can't find For enough jocks books. Or, or even like just like not even like jocks necessarily, just, but just like uh, but just like young men, like being young men and playing sports. She's like she she's like she wants more. She wants more of those. Lori, Lori said this. Yeah. OK, uh, I'm, I'm like, OK. Yeah, I'll write that like everybody's Lori. Yeah. This, OK. So now now we have to. Um, write that crack out a, a YA book. You, you pick a sport. I'll pick a sport and then we'll just. Uh, I'm not picking any sports. There's so many sports you you, you pick a sport. I'll write it. You can you can do jujitsu. You could do wrestling. Oh, I could do wrestling. So you do wrestling. I'll do, I'll do uh, I'll gonna, do the kids playing hockey. You're not gonna write a book. I'll do the kids playing hockey. You just give me how the, long does it have to be? You give me the info and I'll write the book. Someone tell me, right now. How long does this book have to be? Okay, what's it gonna be about? A kid playing a kid playing hockey. That's it. What was the great book idea I came up with on the podcast? <laughs> I'll do shuffleboard. That's not in high school, Kibby. No, no one's got a better kids' book name than I do. What? The Heart of Meridian? <laughs> no, uh, it was a. Oh, was it? It was about like a. a <laughs> Wasn't that the title? That was no. That that, that was that was something in it. Oh, but that, okay. But that's 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 that. Uh, I'm still mad you never wrote that book. This is a, a book about a, uh, like a a kid like Tyrannosaurus Rex, <laughs> that like um. Like he's 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 kind of he's kind of scared. Okay. Uh, I think it's called like. Oh, what's it called? It's like Billy the Bravosaurus or something like that. Or it was like you don't even remember the best title he, ever because he needed to be brave. And it was and it was about him learning to like be brave. Okay. But, he, but he's a big scary Tyrannosaurus Rex. Right. But he's like but, but like he's a coward. but at school and stuff he's just he's you just can sell that. I, I just did. We have a dumb. I just did. We have a dumb uh, book about a kangaroo who's afraid of the world, and he keeps jumping back into his mama's pouch. Yeah, see, same, same diff. So, like, what's that book called, Amber? What does the kangaroo yell <laughs> when he gets scared? He yells something, and he jumps back into his mama's pouch. Crikey! <laughs> That's Australian. All right, what's your hockey kids' book about? Hockey. 
Ouch! That's right. Huh. Uh, it just has to be about hockey. No, that's not. <sighs> what about hockey? Go, go like going to practice with his friends. There's got to be something drama. We'll we'll say there's a bully team, like the the other team that they have to play against. So it's just Mighty Ducks. Yeah, and that's just fine. So just tell Lori to rent the kids Mighty Ducks. No, is he? Uh, What's your wrestling one about? I don't know. I didn't, didn't agree to write it. You, you did. I didn't. You, you, you went, uh-huh. You, 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 you. you nodded your head. <laughs> um, I've thought it would be fun to write a series of books uh-huh. about... Kids playing sports in high school. No. I thought it would be fun to write a series of books about... Uh, like high school age kids, because mm-hmm. I playing sports. If you're just stealing my idea. I, <laughs> I'm old enough now where I don't really remember. We didn't go to high school. A book about children's MMA. Yeah, that could be a thing. I went to a little <laughs> bit of high school. Leave me alone. Uh, I don't really remember what it was like to be in junior high. Like I remember hating it. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's every kid. But I don't remember. But I thought it would be fun to write a series of books that are. Jesus. That startled me. That was so loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy answers the phone. What? I'll read that book. I didn't get that. <laughs> I'll read that book. So he's going to high school. It's about so the the it would be a series like about a couple of kids who mm-hmm. go to high school mm-hmm. and then it would you know it would follow them as they mm-hmm. age out of high school and go to college and I've just thought it would be fun to write a book like that where like you would get to follow these characters who and p- people have probably already r- written something like this but it was like you'd follow characters who were maybe in f- you know maybe even friends mm-hmm. But then just grew apart and like ne- never see each other again. Mm-hmm. But you, the reader, is still reading about Dan and mm-hmm. Sarah or John. You know what I mean? Like you're still reading about their lives. And then they fight at the end. No. It's Ninja Samurai. <laughs> it's, it's not it's, Ninja, it's, 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 not it's, Ninja it's, Samurai. It's Ninja Samurai. What even was Ninja Samurai? One's out for revenge and one's out for vengeance. <laughs> and then they meet up at the end. I only remember that it was the nin- the ninja's the, plan th- kills the samurai's lord. Okay, um, and so samurai swears Jim- vengeance. I want to know what Jimmy answers the phone is about. But then the ninja like takes over his clan, and he just wants power, and he's out for, for revenge. Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's like left for dead by like I don't even remember. Who knows? A kid's book to help with getting knocked out on your feet. <laughs> <laughs> the telephone. <laughs> oh, that's good. I just got that. That's, that's really good. good. Huh? Jimmy answers the phone. <laughs> that's not a bad book. Who is that? Terry Adam? Edson Barboza? Yeah. He yeah. Edson Barboza kicked Terry Adam and it's one of the this most one. brutal. You never heard about Terry Adam ever again. If you don't know what I'm Well, he answered the phone. That's why. He answered the phone. He answered the phone. If you don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> that's a really good joke. Jimmy answers the phone. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look up uh, Edson Barboza knocks out Terry Adam. It's fucking brutal. <clears throat> so this uh, hockey kid. Wait. 
he can't get the cool sticks like his friends can because his, his parents. Dan, you're writing children's books. Yeah. Like high school books. They need to be fucking and doing drugs. That's not what they put in. The, that's, not, that's not what they put in these libraries. What is what happens in Twilight? Don't they bang vampires in Twilight? She, Amber, what she, happens in she Twilight? Gets pregnant with a vampire baby. Yes, she passed. I think she has stop to be- doing air. Quotes. She has to become a vampire. Amber, what happens in Twilight? I think does she Twilight or movies? <laughs> does she fuck a vampire in Twilight? Yeah. I'm not listening to your answer. But my answer's correct. You haven't read them. Doesn't matter. My answer's correct. I didn't read it all. Damn it. See. Um. Well, maybe that. So that's what, so. I write middle school books. You could write high school books. All right, a wrestling book. You know what? I'm ju- I'm just gonna write that. Going to wa- state. I'm just gonna write that movie we watched. That was that. The movie's great. That movie's great. I'm just gonna write that. Vision Quest. I can't remember if that was the actual name, but that sounds right. Or or it's called the Quest. No, that's a. Vision Quest. John Claude Van Damme movie. Yeah, Vision Quest. With uh, Matthew Modine. Yeah. That movie's great. Yeah, I would just write that. Um. <clears throat> All right, or or I, or I could do a track book because I, I like to, I like to track. So does and, it have to center around the sports? I'm going to talk to Lori no. about this next time I see her. Uh, it well, I I think they're just the backdrop for Vision oh. Quest is a book first. Well, oh, then I can't write it. <laughs> um, <laughs> tell Lori about Vision Quest. I think the the books are, are or like the sport is like a backdrop for growth as a human. Right, it's like real like real sports. So why are you writing about hockey sticks? I'm just saying it's like a... It's a, a All the other kid, kids have fiberglass hockey sticks. And the, and he's yeah. just got a dumbass wood hockey stick. Yeah. And so it's you know it's, it's about coming to terms with like your, your, your station your in wood. life. Yeah. <laughs> Middle school boy. Wood. Uh, high school story about wrestling. Mm-hmm. I can probably write that. <clears throat> well, the, the, like there, there's a lot. Yeah. Because with like working out, dieting, like sweating too much, like... But, like passing out or something like that like one of the kids get like because that, like that's that just your generic like wrestling stuff i it's feel like you don't even need to add in all that drama it could, it could just it, yeah it, it, could, it could just be, be and you could write a story about a freshman joining the wrestling team mm-hmm. and he's you know the whole story is about him going to his first wrestling match and then he goes to the first wrestling match and gets death kicked gets loses but then you know the moral of the story is gotta put on weight answer the phone <laughs> gotta put on weight <clears throat> um, I w- characters I w- could be talking ringworm and talking staph infections. You're not wrong, MRSA. <laughs> that will happen. Because um, we're like, I, w- I was thinking of, I couldn't remember the commercial. I know it was about adult diapers. That um, we had the main character in. Cairo, Georgia. Mm. Like it was about adult diapers, and that's where he made his money. But it, but it, like it, it kind of like hung over him because that was his only ad campaign that he made. Any that like that it, it blew up and became super popular. I still love Cairo, Georgia. And then, but then he and then he had to go back home to run the uh, run the family order. For anybody that doesn't know what Dan and I are talking about, me and Dan <laughs> have been friends for like twenty years, and when we were in our late teens, early twenties, we had all these. <laughs> We wrote up. We wrote like multiple pilots. Right, we wrote pilots. 
We wrote uh, something about marrying the devil. Uh, so you, that was that was so you sold your soul to the devil. So you sold your soul to the devil, and that was her, oh yeah, her dad did. No, it was a guy. Yeah, that works who for the devil. worked for the devil. Yeah, and her dad sold his soul to the yes, and he yep. falls in love with her. Yep, it's basically meet Joe Black. funnier and then and there not was three and a half hours long and then there was so your father's a hitman yep which still makes me giggle to think about it was just a teenage boy who nobody believes him but his father's a hitman and and, and, pe- he, and he knows he's, he's kill like he's killing people <laughs> in broad daylight uh-huh. um future past future past which is probably like that's the most coherent that, that was the best one it's that was gonna be a book it could be like it, like you it, it was to, fully fleshed out. At this point, I don't remember any of it. It was fully fleshed out. We started writing it. Yeah, oh man, I had the dumbest, the dumbest <laughs> best line ever. Uh, uh, old habits die hard. And then, like, this was then we they, wrote this. And then the person says, "Not as hard as old friends." I love it. As he murders his as he murders his best friend's son. No, it was his dad's best friend. But the dad's but the, he's he's killing oh. yes. So it's yeah, reverse. I don't it. remember it. I remember all of it. <clears throat> uh and then we had Cairo, Georgia, which was about a guy an who ad, an and ad I ad think ad. we switched it where it was like it didn't have to be peaches necessarily. It was about no. a guy who's Family ran a peach farm or or or, or an orchard. apple farm. It was in George's was probably orchard of like oranges or something. Right, but we just thought it was funny that it was Cairo. Yeah, because there is a Cairo, Georgia. Yeah, uh, and he moved to New York to like escape, and was an ad man. Yep, and made one successful like ad for like adult diapers, viral ad campaign, uh, and then his dad died or something, and he had to kill. And he, he goes back. To the farm, and then it's just like it's like a like a northern exposure yeah. or something, where it's just it, the, it's just about like, the kooky characters. Like of this his, town. his old high school girlfriend's still there, right? And she's the she runs the bar. Yep, and big oh fuck, it's like big big Al. Like I forget what like the there was some like Pharaoh name for like a uh, the local like used car guy. Well, and then there was there were weird uh, there were like a few weird employees that were at the orchard that he would like routinely fire but they would just come back like he couldn't get rid of them oh and he speaks like it like i think in the first episode he's like trying to learn spanish to speak to his uh his employees oh, I don't but they're that. they're from brazil so they speak portuguese <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny um Fun but times yeah i kind of i kind of want to go through that because like, i think they're all in like whatever google drive that is oh we have them they have they, they're somewhere because like they 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 were they were all written digitally, so it's like unless you like were threw they a, threw a knee, yeah, because it's on your MacBook. In that but were they written in the cloud? Yeah. I mean, they could be on. I have a stack of uh, jump drives somewhere. That could be. They could be somewhere. Um, that would be fun to go through now. Because like, I was, uh, you know, we could uh, for all for all our friends, we could uh, we could uh, go through the like act out the first episode. I think the <laughs> one that we wrote the most of. Was mm-hmm. uh, so you sold your soul to the devil because that one for a while that was when we were yeah. living on Grand Avenue. You came over, 
that was like pre-podcast. You would come over every whatever day, mm-hmm. and we would work on that script. Oh yeah, like that. That one got like a lot. That'd be fun to find. Mm-hmm. The only problem with that one is that I was writing it in some kind of script writing software. Scrivener. No, it wasn't Scrivener. <clears throat> it was like a. It was like a. Whatever like Hollywood professionals use, I pirated some. Oh, like Final Cut Pro or whatever, or some some dumb. Right. Yeah. So so that all the formatting was as a script. God, what was that? Yeah. It's funny. I was just thinking about writing today. We could, we could just illegally cop, you know, get copies of that. Yeah. I was just thinking about writing today. It's been so long since I've written. Yeah, like, like all of a sudden, five like five years. Because like yeah, like like Lori saying that like a week and a half ago, like just like put it in my brain where I just started like remembering all of the all the stuff we'd written <laughs> yeah because it, like it's it's a lot we wrote a lot I think the only things we actually sat down to write because we wrote a lot of ideas down I feel like we had a pilot a semi-pilot for we had a, Georgia we Peaches. had a semi yeah like first episode of Georgia Peaches and we had a decent outline for future past. We had a decent amount for future past, like a couple of chapters. Yeah, like he was getting like he was like picking up like because he was there on like his first day and like going through training and stuff. Like I like there was like man, yeah, it's so funny. I don't remember like any of the plot points of that, but I can remember sitting around writing it with you. Mm. That's funny. No, I I that's one that I've had in my head for a while because that's how ideas work for me. Is I'll just sit and stew on an idea, but I. I just thought it'd be really fun to, you know, you just come up with a couple of characters or they come to you or whatever, and then you just write about them in high school. And Mm -hmm. then it's like the first book is just them, you know, maybe like junior and senior year. And then the first book ends and they graduate high school. And then you release the night. And like, it would just be this fun series for people to follow that like, but it's just following the drama of ordinary people's lives. Mm-hmm. That and that's that would be the challenge of it in my mind to write is like without any big explosions or time traveling or ooh Max Orion. That was <laughs> one sorry ADD. That was one I desperately actually wanted to do. That was, was going to be a radio play. We were going to do a radio play called Max Max Orion Intergalactic Space, Space Police. Police. He had a robot partner. And then we written, we sat down and wrote we sat down to write the first episode and it was so overly complicated because it Too was much like lore. it was time travel and all and we were just like I don't nope this isn't this it it wasn't it wasn't as fun and stupid as it was supposed to be right we got, we got like two in the weeds of right. us like what is going on what yeah and then never went back yeah. to it um but yeah to to not have any crazy shenanigans it would just be like. The drama of ordinary people's lives. So like relationships beginning and ending and jobs and college and career. I just think it would be really slice of life. Fun to write. One of one of the more popular shows of the last like decade was that. Um not like the exact same story, but it was a show called uh I haven't watched any of it, but it's it was just uber popular called This Is Us. And I it's literally just like past present future like constantly showing you all of it of these like of these few families and like people just ate it up Hmm. and it was just you know and it was you know a lot of it was just mundane stuff of like you know 
relationship things. Like there wasn't like an axe murderer or anything like that. Or right. Um, it was. It was just you know, people love that that sort of like banal drama. Right. Well, there might be like some you know like I'm just when I think back on like all the people I've known over the past thirty seven years, mm-hmm. it's like. Like, yeah, I can remember some people, I'm not going to name names, but like getting a DUI and then it seemed really dramatic at that point. And mm-hmm. so you'd be writing it at that age perspective mm-hmm. and then you get older and, you know, you kind of realize like, man, I'm sure there was a point at which I could have got a DUI. And then, you know, and then you kind of learn. It probably was something like this. And then you flash back and like, beep, beep, beep. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're just like, well. As you get older, you're like, okay, this particular person I'm thinking of didn't get six of them. They got one and then got really serious about if they didn't think they were going to be able to draw. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, just, I don't know. But then making that dramatic. And, yeah. Yeah. There's a band uh, <clears throat> that I love that I've talked about before. The Emery is the name of the band. Oh, yep, yep. Uh, and I, I remember Emery was one of the bands where I, when I was really serious about writing, Emery was one of those bands where I realized like, if I'm going to write, I have to do it just because I love writing, hmm. not because I'm going to be successful at writing because Emery, I mean, they're probably, they're, you know, they're successful enough to keep releasing albums. Uh, but they're not like set for life successful. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, but they're so talented and they, make such good music but it's been really fun to follow their career because they started writing albums in college Mm -hmm. and now they're like you know men in their 40s with children and they've gone through divorces and uh on their most recent album one of the guys hit he hit a pedestrian with his car uh and thought he killed him and like wrote a song about it uh, and it's just been really fun to like grow older with those guys, you know, and they're, and they started writing about being fathers and stuff like that. It's just, that's what really got me thinking about like, it'd be really fun to just write about, like just pick a group of kids mm-hmm. and write about them mm-hmm. and just tell the story of all their lives and do it over, you know, five or six books. Yeah. Be fun. I think so. But there's a lot of stuff I want to write. Yeah. Yeah. Book three. Book two. <laughs> I mean, book two got written, but that was where stupid Gene Wolf completely changed the direction of my whole entire life because it was like, well, I think I want to write more like him where it's, you know, when he wrote Book of the New Sun, he basically had the whole thing written before he started publishing it. So was that like? So yeah. it can all just be so. Because like railroad, like George R. R. like lived with him at that yeah. point. He's like, he just you know he just went to work at his engineering job, and he wasn't you know and just spent that decade, literally just mapping out the book. Right. I loved it. I was reading. I think I talked about this on the podcast, or maybe I just talked about it with Amber. But I was reading a interview with Gene Wolfe, or maybe it was a piece he wrote about writing, and he was just like he was saying like, if you're a real writer, you're just going to write and you don't need to have everything perfect. And if all you can get in is an hour here, uh, you know, like two times a week. Mm -hmm. And it was just such a refreshing 
take on writing as opposed to like Stephen King's on writing where it's like you have to write every day and you have to, you know, you like, it was just different. He, he didn't write like that. Yeah. Like I wonder wonder if that was kind of like the freedom of like having, like it wasn't his livelihood where it's like, right. He was just just like, he was successful in just his engineering job. So it's like he could just write for a couple hours a day here and there when it came to him, when he felt like, like when he felt like well, I think that's his whole point. It's not even when it came to him. It's just like you have a compulsion to do it. Yeah, and that was that's why I was. It's funny that this all came up tonight because I was thinking about it today, mm-hmm. of just like more and more as my children have gotten older, I can feel that compulsion creeping back into my life more and more, to where I'm just trying to figure out t- like what time can I etch out to write. Yeah, and I was actually thinking this was either today or yesterday. That like I I love my life I love the way my life is set up right now, uh, you know I'm I'm never too strapped for time mm-hmm. I'm strapped for time in the way that any adult is but like uh, Maloney brought it up the other day that like my commute's five minutes because he was like yeah I'd love an extra hour and a half of my day every day, uh, you know and it just got me thinking about like being grateful for that and mm-hmm. uh. You know, we're not hurting for money. We have a good life. And it was like, it w- it frees me up to just get back to writing because writing is fun. Mm-hmm. Instead of, you know, taking it really seriously. I mean, because there was a huge portion of my life where I got up at 4.30 every day mm-hmm. to write. And took it really seriously because it was... What you thought you had to do. Well, it was what I wanted to do for a living. Yes. And then I had kids and it was just like, oh, this isn't a thing that I want to rely on. I want to enjoy my mm-hmm. kids while they're young and my family and I only get to do this once. Mm-hmm. And so it would just be, yeah, I've just been thinking about it in the past few days, actually, where it's like, oh, I could just go back to where writing is just fun. Well, like I say, like, like, like you're you're older now to where like you treated it when you were younger, like when you would go like so hard into the paint. Yeah. On like work, like a certain sort of workout or a diet thing. It's yeah. Like, what the fuck am I doing? But like now, like the, th- like the way you work out is more enjoyable and you do it cause you like it. Mm-hmm. And you, so you like that's, do it cause I hate myself. So, so that's where you find time to do it. It's so, like, you know, you just have to make writing the same thing. Well, cause I have most mornings I have time. Mm hmm. You know, Amber and the kids get out at the door at about 620, mm-hmm. and I live five minutes from where I work. Yeah. So that gives me like an hour, mm-hmm. you know, that I could be sitting down and writing. <clears throat> and if I don't, that's what I was thinking about either yesterday or today, where it was like, well, if I didn't do that every day, that wouldn't be the end of the world. You know, I still have that mentality of like, well, if I'm going to start writing again, I got to mm-hmm. sit down and write every day. So I got to figure out, and it's like, well, maybe mm-hmm. I don't, maybe I can just write when i have the time yeah i have no idea it's been so long since i've written anything and, and, and like and like like that's sort of the thing where it's like like say for whatever reason like you can't write for a few days like if you treat it like working out mm-hmm. like sure when you come back in you might not be like right away like right. you gotta right, get... it'll be like working out where it's like okay i, I can't lift as much huh. as i need to that's a good way to think like about it be because like... yeah if you go two weeks without working out you'll uh you might go down a little bit in weight, but mm-hmm. then like a week or two of just consistency, you're, back you're where right you were. back where you were mm-hmm. or even higher. Mm-hmm. 
That makes me happy to hear it, Kibby. Yeah, that's awesome. I love, I love, I love writing. So yeah, I've just been thinking about it more lately. <clears throat> it's funny that it came up. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to bed. Okay, it's about nine thirty. Then and oh, I was gonna say, uh, me and Dan and a couple of people are doing a run oh. in May, and that's what I like. It's I have to force myself to not go insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like on what day did I run last? Wednesday. Was that yesterday? I think you sent a picture yesterday. Holy shit. My week is. Yeah, it had to be yesterday because I'm doing Monday and Wednesday. And so I had a sub nine minute mile, Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm really going slow into running because I haven't run for three years. And the last time I was running, I hurt my ankle Mm -hmm. uh, and it was weird for a long time afterwards. So I'm going really slow and forcing myself to just run a mile. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm running in the track at the high school. So it's not, you know, anything insane. Yeah. But I did that mile and I pushed myself in the last lap. God, it's so loud and jarring. So I pushed myself really hard in the last lap. But if I didn't, like, if I didn't push myself in that last lap, obviously I wouldn't have got sub nine minutes because I think my time was like 8.55. But I really felt like I was like, I can keep going. Mm -hmm. And so I have to like hold myself back from just going yeah. like let's just see how long i can go mm-hmm. let's just see i'll just run until i can't run anymore and then you're like you you, you have so many months to get the five miles yeah you're at <laughs> you've run four miles and you you know it's your third time running in three yeah. years it's not it's not you know it's in the end of may is when you have to be actually be, be able to do five comfortably you got time yeah well that's i'm hope I, i'm hopeful that well like once it gets nice out that'll be easier yeah. to you know, then I don't have to like, it's like the kids get out the door and I just go run mm-hmm. instead of the kids get out the door and then I got to go scrape snow off my truck and get in the, you know what I mean? Like, but it just made me think of that where it's like, I, it seems like this, the, the portion of my life that I'm in now is like unlearning crazy habits that I gave mm-hmm. myself as a young man where it's just getting hyper obsessed and fixating on something and then just doing it at the detriment of my health. Yeah. Like a lunatic. You don't, you don't do that. No. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll have, we'll have outlines for uh, wrestling and hockey. We won't. I will. Dan won't. What? <laughs> if this is your first time listening... Oh, that's what I didn't do at the beginning. I knew I was forgetting oh. something. Because I was like, why am I already asking Dan about beer? I feel like we usually have something to talk about before we get into beer. <laughs> Uh, If this is your first time listening, subscribe to us on whatever app you get podcasts on. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you're listening to this podcast, you should know how to subscribe to a podcast. Subscribe to us. Mm -hmm. Also, follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. You can also follow us on Twitter, although Twitter is garbage and a nightmare, uh, at TMSS underscore podcast. Mm -hmm. Twitter is the space that Dan and I will let you know if we're not going to be able to do the podcast, uh, which happens quite often because I have little kids and they're fucking sick. Uh, and Dan and I also live in Minnesota and like today there was a chance it could have just been canceled by snow. Yeah. Cause we're not, Dan's not driving over here if it's dangerous to drive. Nope. Uh, if you ever want to email us, you can do that. This might sound stupid at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Good night, everybody. Uh, 
Be kind and have patience with strangers. Be cool to each other. Be cool to each other. Thank you.